Hey, bitches. Welcome back. It's been a minute, but we have some fun and exciting stories Stories oh, to tell stories. today. It's been a while, but um, yeah. To catch them up on, I guess. Um, where should we start? Okay, wait, I know where to start. Okay. So, um, for all of you that have seen my TikTok, um, I guess we'll start with the more, um, what is it, prevailing drama. Or for more all of you that crucial seen, information. Yeah. For all of you that have seen my TikTok, Amira sent me a snap saying that she loves Calvin and wants him back. So, being the good best friend I am, I took a screenshot and sent it to Calvin. And then I told Amira, well, first of all, she asked me to. I think it was a joke, but I did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was being 100% sarcastic when I was like, oh, my God, yeah, what if you just screenshot and send it to him? I was 100% being joking and um, sarcastic. Yeah, but I did it anyway because I'm such a good person. So how this all started was we – I think a lot of people already know this, but for the people who don't know – I had to write a letter, a love letter to someone from my past for an assignment for one of my classes. And I had my friend send it to him because I wanted, I played it cool, right? I was very slick about it. And then I texted him and was like, hey, did someone send you my assignment? And then we've been talking since then. Yeah. So um, for everyone yelling at me to try and get Amira to um, uh, stop with him, um, I'm trying. Okay, we're working on it. Um, we need to teach her how to not like toxic men, but it's okay. We'll get there. On the other hand, Amira, you recently went to Ohio. Would we like to tell the story of what happened? So, okay, so here's the thing. This is this was my like you know thought process behind my actions. So I, <laughs> so I'm at the airport in Fort Lauderdale for like an hour, right? And then I have an hour and a half flight to Atlanta where I have a two hour layover and then another an hour and a half, two hour flight to Ohio. So that's that's a pretty long day. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I was just like, you know what? Let's just let's take two edibles and, you know, survive. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I have a tolerance. This isn't going to be too bad. You know, I'll just like be, you know, I'll fall asleep faster and I'll be like really relaxed. You know, fast forward, I get off the plane into Atlanta and I could barely keep myself together. Yeah, it was so bad. And originally the plan was we would have met up, but um, timing just doesn't line up with us. And it's so we were both so mad. Trust me. But um, basically, I got a call when she landed and she was like, how do you get on the high? And I'm like, um, not so- this bitch again. <laughs> not you doing this again. So here I am. I'm like, okay, go to the pharmacy. See, I know my airport well. So I'm like, okay, there's a pharmacy there, here, here, here. So we bought eye drops and what, like Advil. I think we bought whatever. any medication that could just wear off. I just bought yeah. all of them. It was so bad, but um, we fixed it. Okay, guys. So if anyone needs help, we got you. Um, Amira has no sense of independence whatsoever. I literally am her mother. I literally constantly with all her life problems. She's like, what do I do? And I'm like, oh, okay. But um, yeah, she went to Ohio to um, for a ski trip, right? Hiking. We went hiking. hiking. Amira's a hiking person now, apparently. Yeah, I go hiking now. We went on a seven-mile hike in fucking snow and ice. Oh, my God. Bro, that's oh gosh. Oh, and like five minutes ago, we just did that trend on TikTok. Um, I'm sure you're posting it later, but um, it's like where you rate all the guys you've liked. So, um, can someone please like hate mail Amira saying that she needs to pick a guy? Because I'm pretty sure I ranked like nine, like, it's just not that's okay. not even all of 
Yeah, it's really not all of them. I just don't think we would ever fit it in the TikTok. But it's so bad. Like, she's like, oh my god, I'm, I'm in love with him. But also him. But also him. Literally so- last night, I was confessing my love to Mr. Khan over the mm-hmm. phone. Love and, him. And then I Sorry. went and FaceTimed Mr. Cade, who oh, will who's soon be on the podcast. Oh, yes, they are. We are forcing them all to guest star um, because we need to talk of your best men. And it'll be really, really fun. Oh, wait. Let me, I don't know if I can leave this, but a lot of people had topics they wanted to talk about. I don't know if I can, like, swipe up. Do you think I can? No, you can. I just did it. You can? Yeah, I just did it. Okay, okay, cool. Cool. So let me go see what people wanted to hear about. I recently put out, like, this uh, poll. I'm like, what do you want to hear about? Okay, here we go. People said... um, me and Amira high. Oh, okay. That's a really fun topic. Um, someone said, okay, Amira, this is your specialty. Someone said to talk about the med program that you're in and its challenges. I think we covered that in Did we? I feel I like we might have. I feel like we have. have. Okay, and then someone said tips on letting go. Okay, Amira can't give you tips I can't, on letting go. No, <laughs> I can no longer give you advice about this. I have to opt myself out of, like, this whole bad bitch. Like, oh, yeah, I don't need no it's man. It's terrible. Out of how many months has it been? It's been, what, three months? Three bitch? months. It's We're both really still in love with me. It's not one-sided, okay? He still loves me. So mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. crazy. I'm not crazy because mm-hmm. he still loves me. And he said it. He willingly said it. <laughs> um, someone said guy advice a bitch is struggling. Okay, Amira, how do you pull all the men in your life? Okay, here's the thing is that when I – okay, I've always kind of, like, had a thing with men. I have a naturally pretty flirty personality. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, I just make – I become friends with them first. I feel like that's a really, really important part. Like, don't just go straight into, like, you know, sending ass pics, you know? Yeah, and talking – like, just get to know the person for the person. And, and like, then... you – I know how guys are. Like, I know how frat guys are. I know how they are. They're obviously mm-hmm. going to be like, you're sexy. Just play it. Just go <laughs> along with it. Like, make fun of them. Tease them. Like, make little arguments with them. Because they're going to argue back. And they're going to get all frisky about it. But they're going to remember yeah. it. And be like, oh, this is the bitch that got me all frisky. Let me snap her again. Also, self-confidence, I feel like. Is- That's a huge thing. I yeah. am. My ego is through the roof. My confidence <laughs> is. Anyways. Confidence is a really, really huge thing that takes part in the whole guy topic because once you carry yourself with confidence, it shows that you're not afraid to talk to anyone. You're not afraid to be like, hey, what's up? Or like, it shows that you have your shit together. It shows that you hold yourself with respect also. So that's a mm-hmm. huge role in all of that. Mm-hmm. Someone asked you for your hookup shower routine. Okay. Honestly, it's not even that deep. I pretty much just use regular soap. Like, I like smelly soap. Not, like, smelly, but you get oh, what yeah, I Oh, yeah, if you smell. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge thing. Like, I remember being in the hotel with Mr. Um, Jijo, and I, I got <laughs> the I got out of the shower, and he was just like, you smell really good. Bro, that was, like, that was heaven on earth when he said that. I was like, yeah, I know. I smell like chocolate and Saying coconuts. someone smells good is the best compliment ever. It really is. Really? Or, like, I love when that. guys compliment my hair, oh, like, I get on my <laughs> knees ASAP. 
Oh my god. And people, a lot of people asked us about school and like study advice. Okay, first of all, let me tell you, Amira and I like study until late, late at night. I know it doesn't look like it, but I promise we do. Like, if you, I think you pulled so many all nighters. Both of us. Yeah. Have. If you look at our lives, you can never tell that we're like nerd ass bitches. It's so bad. It's actually terrible. But like, like I think we just like, work better at night. I honestly think we do. Like, Amira will call me at like like twelve thirty at night. She'd be like, "Okay, I'm starting my homework." I'm like, "Starting?" She's like, "Yeah, starting my homework." No, I'm literally last night you doing your chem homework. Okay, at listen, I forgot I had chemistry homework, so I was like, "Oh my god, I have chem homework at twelve forty in the morning." I'm like, "Okay, time to go." And literally. It's so bad. But yeah, both of us are up really late studying. But I feel like if you study in chunks more than like one giant like sit through session, it's so much easier. Both of us have really short attention spans. Yeah. For the it record. also relapses your memory if you do it on a daily basis. Because if you're constantly mm-hmm. reading something every day for a little bit of time, it's going to stick. Yeah, instead of, like, trying to get everything done in one night, like, break it up so you visit it continuously in smaller sections, and that way you kind of get to know the information better, and you get more, like, more comfortable with it, you know? And it's less time, but um, definitely prioritize. We've talked about this in another episode, too. Um, Priorities are so important. Like, both of us can live our lives for sure, but school always comes first with both of us. Like, we go out, we have friends, we do normal teenager things. But at the end of the day, when it comes to our education, it always comes first. I will always mm-hmm. choose a test over a party. Mm-hmm. On more lighthearted notes, Amira got herself into a little bit of um drama. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my- okay, let me spill the fucking tea. Let me just literally mr khan and mr k listened to me rant for an hour about this oh so did i ho so did i yeah i think everyone listened to me rant about this yeah it was so So bad this bitch in my neighborhood i literally know where she lives i've literally never (laughs) held a conversation with this girl i've never i met her once and it was because one of my other friends caitlin wanted to go to her house or something so we biked to her house and I literally just stood in her driveway okay and so for some reason all she does is want to talk shit about me she cannot keep her name out of my mouth so I the other way around she can't keep your name out of her yeah that that (laughs) she can't keep my name out of her mouth right and so I was hanging out with these guys and he was just like oh yeah Tiffany keeps talking shit about you and that was like my last straw so I dm'd her and I was just like you need to keep my name out of your fucking mouth because at least I don't run back to my ex every time I want to have sex right and so she was just like I was never talking shit about you girl bye because literally (laughs) so many people have told me that she talks shit about me Right. And so she was, she was like coming at me. She's like, Oh, you only hang out with three people. Like, my bad, Miss Girl. I respect COVID guidelines and surround myself with three people that live in my neighborhood that I've known for a long time. And then she was like, And then she was like, I have the whole neighborhood behind me. And I was like, Girl, wow, you have the whole neighborhood. Are they going to plant plants with you? It was so bad. But like, see, that's the thing. Like, we were talking about this. Like, if you, why do you want to involve your, self and so many other people's business like what what good does it do you where does it get oh, wait, you the worst part is like she was just like go back to texas to suck your pee- your boyfriend's pee pee and i was just like girl bye i was like you don't know anything about me you say that you don't know anything about me but yet you know that i have a boyfriend and he lives in texas oh and and she tried to like claim that she was in the medical program and blah blah i was like I you was don't like, need you, you cannot compare education with me girl what are you doing 
Yeah, I was like, okay, I, I, I feel like every sane person knows the boundaries of that one. Like, come on now. I really don't think education is a good comparison here. And so but, I posted um, a screenshot. I'm sure some, a lot of people saw it on my story. And y'all were dragging her. And she was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who are all these people? Well, can you get your friends, fans off my ass? I was just like, no. Because you know no. what? I can't control other people's actions. You got yourself into this. You literally were obsessing over the fact that i had four hundred thousand followers here are them mm-hmm. on your ass i bitch. saw those texts too like amir's not even over exaggerating that girl literally had her nose all up in her business i was like um okay and i corrected okay. her i was like four hundred and seventy six thousand miss girl right and so she called her mommy and she showed up to my house at 11 o'clock at night with her mom because she can't fight her own battles like bitch what the fuck is your mom gonna do She's like, I'm going to file for harassment. We're going to take this to court. What are you going to bring to court? I was like, under Instagram's legal and ethical guidelines, your Instagram was publicly posted. So literally any pedophile, any like old man could go on your Instagram account and look at all your, oh, not to mention she was slut shaming me when all of her Instagram pictures were ass pics of her in her bikini, arching her back like a damn C. It was so bad. It was actually like awful like here's my thing if you are gonna talk crap about a person at least know that you yourself are a good person like come on now fix yourself before you try to fix others exactly and she's like my dad's a cop good job my families are lawyers and doctors do you want a medal yeah like there's really nothing better about your family being better the question is are you better are you no clearly not but yeah like i don't understand like why did you create drama for no reason? What good did it do you? You just got a bunch of hate. Like, okay. And like, okay, the I don't I think I forgot to tell you this. So last night, she was at her boyfriend's house because he got his ass beat, right? And she was telling, you know, Abby, she was telling Abby's mom, like, oh, Amira's a bad influence. Girl, you are 15 years old, sexually active <laughs> with your boyfriend. Oh my god. She like, I don't know. She reminds me of those like people who like decide something for themselves they come up with an opinion out of nowhere and they'll go spread it to every other person they know just to get like support behind them i'm like okay like let people form their own opinions thank you very much she's like oh my god you're such a bad influence girl you're nicotine addicted too um and your name's tiffany at least my mom had common sense to name me something after not a basic bitch yeah i mean well i don't know but like fight your own battles come on now don't bring your mother to amira's house at 11 at night it's really just not worth it I wonder what the mom was thinking. Like, Tiffany, why are you dragging me here? Exactly, like, girl. Like, imagine being like, mom, I need to go beat someone's ass. Can you come with me? She's, she can't fight. I can't fight either. <laughs> I would literally just look at her and be like, step foot on my lawn. You're going to get a restraining order and a lawsuit <laughs> if you put a finger on me. That's actually bad. But, like, I don't understand how people, like, are you just bored? Like, is that what it is? You're just bored so you want to create drama? No, literally, really? because I don't know her. I've never held a conversation with her so she's just obsessed with me at that point yeah it's like concerningly bad i was like when you when you told me about it i was like what in the world anyway another fun story um i think it was a couple of days ago amira was trying to deal with her emotions and was not exactly sober so she decided it would be really fun to make a group chat and snapchat <laughs> okay full on guys and me <laughs> Okay, yeah, and ban me. Okay, so I needed entertainment, so mm-hmm. I decided to entertain myself. So I put a bunch of my hoes in a group chat with with and Tree. me. 
<laughs> and I like obviously didn't send them anything. They we all I've known them for like two years, three years, so they knew I was joking. I would just like guess my bra size, get a free titty pick. It was so funny, bro. Jazz was like, I've worked at Calvin Klein. I'm gonna win this. Yeah, ja- oh my god, Jazz was like, I mean, what did he say? Like twenty six A. Oh, we know someone. No, said. that was Kush. Was like, Kush was just. Oh, that was Kush. Kush was like twenty six C, and we're like, Kush twenty six doesn't exist, love. Like, um. It was so funny. And Mr. Khan would not check the group chat for life. And Amir was just trying to flirt with him. I literally was just trying to talk to Khan. <laughs> and he did not check the group chat. But you talked to him after that. So it's okay. I called him. Okay. Oh, yeah. You did call him. Anyway. Oh, God. We were talking. And then we, we yelled at Kush because we were like, um, what did you You sent him a video of someone screaming something or another. Um, oh, oh. Amir was talking about how, like, if a guy in your life gets to know me as Bay, like, they, it's over. You like, Calvin and Yeah, Calvin and Amira, when they were dating, they Calvin knew me as Bay. Like, he didn't even know my fucking name, I'm pretty sure. I don't think he did. He just knew you as Bay. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, the therapist. Like, Calvin would be like, ask Bay, ask her. And Amira would be like, okay. And Literally, <laughs> if medicine doesn't work out for her, couples therapy would be her perfect job. Honestly, facts. I was literally, oh my god, I think we told the story, but we I was at the DMV managing their relationship, guys. I was about to get my license, okay? And Amira is on one end of the phone and I'm texting Calvin on the other and I'm like, what? <laughs> Insanity. But it's okay. Everything, well, I can't say worked out, but everything worked out in that situation and every other couple well, situation. Well, hopefully it's gonna work out again. <clears throat> no. We have already decided you are marrying one of the other men, specifically Mr. Khan. Yes, because I... Khan, if you're listening to this, where is Amira's hand in marriage? Come on Exactly, now. like, we're hun, waiting. Hun, my parents love you. You know what? Here, <laughs> where's my ring? I'm waiting. Dude, he's, he has his life together. He is smart. He's known me since I was a freshman, so he's watched me grow into the woman I am. What Listen, better love Amira- story? Listen, Amira... Amira literally talked about this with me yesterday. She was like, if he gives me a promise ring right now, I drop everything. So I was like, okay, Con, we're waiting for you to give her a promise ring, okay? If this, this man like, Come on now. says, Amira, be my girlfriend, I would drop every man in the world for him. Oh, my gosh. But he doesn't want to do long distance. Like, my bad, G, you live in New York. My fucking bad. But, like, see, that's my issue. I'm like, you go to New York, like, every other month. So it's a good, but, like, um, okay. Like, if he really wanted it, he would do it, you know? That's my theory. So we're all praying. We all should just manifest this for me. I'm- the amount Amira and I pray in front of shrines is so concerning. <laughs> no, literally, we were praying that Calvin would text me back the other night. Oh, my God. It's so bad. I literally okay, had I like- subliminals playing in the background. Yeah, she'll call me. She'll be like, do you hear my subliminals? I'm like, Amira, what is this bullshit? Like, why are we back onto this? Hey, yo, whoever says manifestation doesn't fucking work, suck mm. my dick. Because it fucking works. It works. Mm-hmm. Someone asked to talk about vibrators and where to get them. Love, listen to the sex, dr- sex love drugs episode. I think that's the episode, right? Yeah, that's the episode we covered that in. That's the episode where we talk about all of that. Someone said, talk about how to deal with bullying. Okay, first of all, who the hell is bullying you? No one should be bullying anyone. I think that's the stupidest thing ever. Like, what type of ego do you need to have to bully someone? Like, it takes like, a lot. Like, you know, you can bully your friends or, like, someone's being a bitch like, to you. Like, you know, you can be a little bit mean to them. But 
who genuinely takes the time out of their life every day to bully someone? Like, that's so sad. Like, when people say, like, bullies really, like, don't have anything better to do with their lives, like, they bully people to make them feel better about themselves. I couldn't agree more. Like, imagine deciding, like, okay, from 5 to 5, 10, I'm going to harass this girl. Like, <laughs> Exactly. Like, it genuinely takes a lot to wake up every morning and harass the same person. Like, what? Do you not get tired? I'm like, okay, um, pop off, I guess. But if you're being bullied, bitch, like, literally... Like, just think about it that way. Like, imagine someone wasting your time. It should be a compliment at this point, huh? Like, you, someone is spending their daily time on you. Every day, okay? And for what? It'll get you nowhere. Like, it'll get them nowhere. And you just live your life and thrive and poop them wrong, you know? At that point, it's a damn relationship. Like, you're seeing this man every single day of your life, and he's talking to you more than any other guy. He's in love with you. And they always say, my mom always told me, if a guy's being mean to you, he likes you. Damn right honestly like i remember like in like um when i was like really young and like we always got into the advanced program and blah 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 i was like attacked for it everyone was like what the hell you fucking nerd i'm like okay look where i am now and look where you are now like you know i just work my ass off for it okay and no literally everyone used to be like oh you're the stuck-up white girl that's too smart for her own good look at me now ho and now they're all in my dms again like boy <laughs> Mm, yeah i would rather keep your mouth shut you know might as well like might be your future doctor don't know don't care you know like you never know who you're talking to or like what they're gonna be in the future so might as well just be nice oh my god did you see the tiktok did you see the tiktok of the judge and the kid from the middle school oh my god that made me so sad where he like broke down crying because he realized what he yeah that was so that's literally what we're that's literally a perfect example of what we're talking Mm -hmm. about you never know that tiktok yeah it's like um this guy in court like he's on trial and he's wearing like a prison like red or orange jumpsuit and the judge like the lady on the podium she asked him she's like did you go to this middle school and this guy's like oh my god and he broke down crying and she's like i always wondered what happened to you blah 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 and the guy broke down because he's like oh my god this is like who i am now but they knew each other since middle school like isn't that crazy like what happens to people and how they turn out in the end exactly like you never know. everyone from my middle school I think they thought I would be in a prestige private school in, like, a different country. I mean, I fucking wish. <laughs> I wish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now they see me thriving, like, through social media, my life, me finally, like, finding myself. Also, I got boobs, too, which was, like, I – my guy friends used to call me flatboard. It was a thing because I had no boobs, no ass. They still call me flatboard because it was just my nickname. And now everyone's <laughs> just like, holy shit, Amira. Yeah, what happened there? You know, love? Anyway. But yeah, I don't think you should let anyone bully you because at the end of the day, what the hell are they going to do in five years? Like, who are they? where are they going to be and where are you going to be? You know? Exactly. Just let it push past you. Okay. Now, someone said, waiting till marriage and sexual pressure. Eek. I hate that that's still a thing I hate it. I hate it so much. Like, from mm-hmm. for me, I was always pressured into having sex. Like, I never gave into it. But I can relate. Like, I relate to that so much because I'm I'm a girl. I flirt with guys all the time. I think it's fun. And, like, when hanging out with guys, it's a very pressured thing. Like, you have to do something with them. You 100% don't. Get your ass up and leave. Or slap them in the face. I've done it plenty of times. 
they're oh yeah honestly they're man they, they can handle a slap body. they don't control you yeah. they control they don't control what the hell you do to your body if you want to yeah. wait for marriage you will find someone who will respect that in your life eventually so don't rush it yeah please don't especially peer pressure i know so many people who have given into peer pressure and regretted it and like i know sometimes it isn't your fault like men are like men are like that like and even I know it happens to men too like don't get me wrong men get raped women get raped like it's a thing um but if it's in your control um just you know you shouldn't be forced to do anything out of your comfort zone so please remember that and please respect and if you were manipulated into giving into anything it is okay it's okay and that doesn't define it you are allowed to say you are a virgin if you if someone took that from you you are allowed yeah, to say you're a virgin you are because you are a virgin. Yeah, you did not by choice lose that. And please always tell someone. I know it takes a while, but using your voice is so much more important than you think it is. Please, please, please stand up for yourself. That's something that I love about having a platform. Like after I watch Roll Red Roll, I immediately mm-hmm. went on my Instagram live and I preached about rape. Like, I preach mm-hmm. about it. And that helps. Like, you may not think that a small voice can be heard or that it will help. But being able to say, hey, this is normal. We can talk about it together. I'm your comfort person. I will be there when you need yeah. to. That helps tremendously. And it's so, so important. Yeah. And honestly, we've experienced that with the podcast, too, where we just told people to come forward about anything they need. And, I've, like, I'm sure you've received hundreds of DMs, like, about, like, people who just wanted advice or wanted to talk about personal things we're always here like even if you can't tell someone else right now you can tell us and tell whoever you're comfortable with but more importantly i hate those people who are like oh my god it's your fault because you dress a certain way i've seen so many of those people met them tried to be like tried to change their opinion on it how how is it someone else's fault if they get like what did you see the artist who got the clothes from rape victims to prove that point they weren't even mm-hmm. revealing uh-huh. clothes I saw that. Yeah, it yeah. broke my heart because you could see a little tinkerbell outfit of a little girl yeah, it like, tore my like... heart to shreds mm-hmm. because the thing is it is never the person's fault no matter what they're wearing like, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. They just see you for your body underneath. Or maybe not even that. They just want to fucking fuck someone. Like, okay. So you illegally do something and cause someone trauma for the rest of their life? Okay. Exactly. But somehow it's their fault. Somehow it's their fault that they were caused trauma. Okay. People are Makes disgusting, sense. but you have to remember it is never your fault. You don't mm-hmm. ever hold that on yourself because it's not on you. It is them. You never, mm-hmm. they put you in that situation. You didn't. Mm-hmm. and i know you're gonna hear from a ton of people who will tell you that it is your fault it is never your fault not once in your life can it be your fault and if they do say that they've never been put in your position so mm-hmm. they cannot say that and they don't their opinion should not matter because they've never been in your position they've never been yeah. in your shoes and okay here's my other thing the people who are pro-life i respect you but you cannot Never in a million years convince me that you're pro-life, including abortions, for those who are raped. You can never convince me that that is their choice. Because, yes, pro-life, I get it. I understand the argument. It was your choice to, like, have sex, not be protected, whatever, or whatever. But it is never someone's choice to be raped. And I stand by that, that abortions are always 100% 
okay for those people. You know what I mean? Coming from some, this is such a controversial thing about me. Coming from mm-hmm. someone who has dated very, very conservative men due to where I live, mm-hmm. I've had these conversations before and I have argued for hours mm-hmm. with these men. But that is something that they usually come to terms on yeah. is when a woman or man, but usually women, you know, because pregnancy, mm-hmm. uterus, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when a woman is raped and they are impregnated, that is something that they cannot control. She was that usually when you are getting raped, you get un- you're unconscious. Like it's mm-hmm. terrible. You're knocked out. You're you're knocked out. Like or you're screaming. You're drunk. You're something. It is not your fault if you are impregnated when you were raped. Like it's just not. You cannot convince me that it's pro life even then. I'm sorry, but at that point, it is women's body, women's choice. If she wants to keep the baby, that's fine too. But if she wants to get aborted, let her. It is not her choice. You know what I mean? And, like, for the people who are like, oh, keep the baby. That's still a child. That child could be a constant reminder mm-hmm. of that like day trauma. Yeah, life. and you don't – yes, we got it. It's still a kid. But what if you weren't ready for a kid? What if you're not emotionally, like, financially stable enough to raise one? What, it costs so much money to deal with that. And, yes, I'm sure they want kids eventually. Or maybe they don't. But – in that situation, it was never their fault. And yes, this is a controversial topic, but I will forever stand my, by my opinion on that, you know? And that's something that we're both very, very adamant about is that when we have mm-hmm. our opinion, we don't, we don't change that shit mm-hmm. at all. I've met so many people who are like, oh, oh, don't worry. I'll change your opinion. No, you won't. Listen, I'm glad you have your own opinions and I can respect them always. But I will never... I like anyone can quote me on this. I will never change my opinion on any topic unless I believe there is valid reason to do so. You can convince me for hours until I believe that I want to. You can. We're also Deca girls too, so there is no <laughs> way you're changing our opinion. It's so important to hold your ground when there is something you believe in. I've seen so many people give in. That is where it, like, stops for me. Do not give in to things. If you are holding your ground, holding, like, your opinions, whatever it is, always make sure you stand up for yourself. Please, please, please. It is so important. A hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this in the women's rights episode. We talked about it in any – I think we've talked about this in every – nearly every episode. Standing up for yourself is one of the best things you can ever do because at the end of the day, it's your life, and you're the one who has to make the decisions. Do not let other people push you around. I think that's something that we both have to learn the hard way. A hundred percent. And it's, it's hard. We know coming from firsthand mm-hmm. experience, we know how hard it is, but you get through it. It does get better. And I think this is, it's a good thing that we're constantly talking about because people need constant reminders about this. Yeah. And like, please also, oh my God, I like, you know, when you like repost those pic- like things on Instagram about like body, po- body positivity or like yes. whatever else, like. And then there's those people who will slide up on them and argue why you shouldn't encourage body positivity. I've met so many of those people who are like, oh my God, don't encourage like the fact that anxiety is okay, depression is okay, body positivity is okay. We shouldn't be encouraging people to gain weight or be depressed or be amped. Like, and I literally sat there and I was like, you sound like a complete idiot right now. No one is encouraging anyone to gain weight. They are encouraging them to love themselves. Like it's just really not that hard to understand. Exactly. Like, no one's mm-hmm. forcing their opinions on you. We're kind of just spreading the message. Mm-hmm. We're spreading our own. And the people, I understand if you were not going to change your opinion for me. But at least learn to respect mine, you know? A hundred percent. 
And my mom always like says this phrase, and I think it's such a important thing. You can have bad grades or good grades or a bad act, like a record or a good record. But the one thing that you can control, sometimes all those things are out of your control. But the one thing you can control is a good personality and like, being a good person. That takes you further than anything ever does, you know? Especially now, like, with being stuck at home, with being surrounded with COVID, all of that. It is so important just to be kind to others because you never know what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Please, like, you have no idea. I'm sure you haven't talked to those people in, like, days or months. And people have, I know a lot of people have, like, become closed off since quarantine. And you really just don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So please just be nice. It's so much better for everyone, I think. It's really not that hard. Yeah. And if you really don't have anything nice to say, no one is forcing you to say anything. First of all, just keep your mouth shut, you know? Exactly. And I think that really goes for, like, you've seen it a lot. You get so much hate on some of your videos and whatever, whatever for voicing your opinions. Oh my god, bitch, don't even <laughs> fucking get me started. The way mm-hmm. the people are just get offended when I just post in a bathing suit amazes mm-hmm. me. Like, what do you want me to wear when I'm going tanning outside or going to the beach? Mm-hmm. Like, let the girl live. If you don't want to say anything, just, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't fucking say anything. Like, it's not that difficult. You know? Like, I don't know why people make it so hard. As if, like, they need to express their hatred. Like, okay, and what is that going to do for you or for me? Like, no one. Literally, no one cares about your opinion, you know? And you know that girl, like, on TikTok, Brooklyn? Like, she's 16. Like, the one that does makeup? Yes. She's been getting so much hate. I don't know if you've ever seen her comments. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bro, like, just let the girl live. If she wants to make dramatic... She's 16 years old. If she wants to make dramatic expressions of her face, let the girl Mm -hmm. be. Because at the end of the day... She has, like, what, 4 million followers? She's successful at 16. 8 million, 8 million. She has 8 million followers. That's more than you sitting at, sitting on your ass at home. I don't yeah, I'm it. sure she makes bank from it, too. Like, bro, she's been sponsored by so many things, and it's just what she does. And you guys have, like, been on her ass for, like, what, like, months. Like, let the girl be. Like, you have no idea. And even, like, not a content house, right? Like, they get hate every, like, other day for some stupid reason. I'm like... Didn't you just see that the girls got kicked out of their house and whatever, whatever? Like, let them be for a minute. God, they're all teenagers living in L.A. alone. Like, what is the point of hating on people forever and ever? Exactly. Coming from someone who has signed those same contracts, except obviously smaller, brands Mm -hmm. are always up your ass. And they are ruthless. Just imagine Mm -hmm. having tens of thousands of followers, of, like, having, like, in the millions, it's 100% more worse. You are never in those shoes that they're in. Yeah, and, like, you – I know so many people who, like, act like being an influencer is just, like, oh, easy money. Like, you just, like, post videos and you make – no, I'm sure they have their own struggles. Listen, first of all, they have to pay taxes out of pocket. I don't know if anyone ever knew that, but all influencers have to make their own money and pay taxes out of pocket because they don't work for a company. They work for themselves. So already their lives are just a little harder. Just a little bit. And, and they're extremely young. Mm-hmm. 16. Like our age. Like us on the podcast age. Your age. They're exactly that. But they're living in LA without their parents. In a house with their friends. It is not easy. Living in a place that you have nothing. Like you know nothing about. And you just got there. And you got great opportunities. And you're trying your best. Like everyone's trying their best. Let them be. Exactly. I hate it. I hate it. 
And a lot of people say, like, LA is such a toxic environment. Obviously, neither of us would know. Maybe you would know. I don't know. You're friends with people who live there. But um, apparently, it's such a bad environment. Even, like, the influencer communities, honestly. No, the influencer community is terrible. I know a Mm. lot of people in that community because Mm -hmm. I talk to a lot of people. It's toxic. Like, everyone's always just like, Amira, fly out to LA. Go there. Or, like, try to move there. I don't want to because I know exactly. Like, I see what's going on. I see how toxic it is. And I would never want to be put in that place. Yeah, I think you're doing just fine in Florida. You know, like, making your own content with your own people. Exactly. And also, like, everyone getting mad at them for moving in the house. We talked about this. If we Mm -hmm. got the offer to move into a house, make videos, and make money off of it, wouldn't you do it? Yeah, obviously. Like, and with your best friends, too. Exactly. Like, you can't get mad at any of them. How could you say no to that? Exactly. I think it's most important that, like, you understand that who you're talking to, they're not fucking robots, bro. Like, it takes a lot of effort to do what they did and a lot of, like, drive and whatever. And they're doing their best, too. They're literally, everyone is human here. We all make mistakes. And I hate that. And you talk about it a lot, too. Like, being in the influencer community is really stressful for you. And you talk about how, like, um, like TikTok gave you a week off. And apparently that week was, like, really good for you, right? No, mentally? It, mentally, it was so good because... This is something that I've also really, really wanted to talk about. We can go more in depth in this in another episode. Mm -hmm. But even just being a smaller creator, it is mentally exhausting. Like having all of these people on your ass 24-7, whether it's through Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, the podcast, TikTok, it is exhausting. And it's mentally draining and it's toxic and it takes a toll on your mental health because you constantly have to, first of all, you have to be literally on your ass about the words you say. You have to be on your ass Mm -hmm. about anything you post. You have to be careful that nothing's out or if this is in the background, you can't post that or the back is after looking pretty or you have to wear something this way or you have to say certain things for certain things. It's exhausting. Yeah, it's like so... You talk about it all the time. Like, obviously, most people don't see the behind the scenes of this, but you're exhausted 24-7. You've cried so much about social media. And it's really not your fault. It's just, like, sometimes you get overwhelmed. And, like, I know you wanted to break but at, like, one point, And then you're like, oh, shoot, I can't because this brand needs me to post this and this person needs me to post I that. I literally I just- couldn't take a break because I mm-hmm. had to post a brand deal or else they would get on me for it. It was so sad. Like, that's just, oh, God. Like, how? And I feel like brands, like, literally claim people as their minions. They're like, okay, you signed my contract. Mine now. No, it is. You sign the contract. I You post on Instagram. You post a YouTube video right now. I don't care if you're mentally unstable. I really don't. They don't care. And, like, got, it's kind of tying back to, like, traveling, airporting 101. When I was mm-hmm. in Ohio, I was with family, okay? If, like, listen. I traveled, but we were safe. We got COVID tested. I quarantined. Mm-hmm. If you got the chance to go, like, travel, you 100% would. Yeah, exactly. And it was for literally, like, four or five days. We, I was with family. Like, all of my family members got to see firsthand how bad it was. I think that, like, everyone has something to say on, until they're in that position. And then they switch up so fast. 
like you know i've spoken on the charlie's Emilio thing like yes she traveled to the bahamas during covid i'm not mm-hmm. bashing her for doing that the thing that i was really kind of like eh about was that like listen everyone's commenting about it just address it so we can move on yeah and also like that's my issue like okay if you're gonna do something do it i guess but address it take accountability for it yeah i traveled to ohio i was like hey i'm going to ohio i really don't give a fuck if you have anything to say about it yeah because you were 100 percent sure that you're safe you know what i mean that you're like ensure that you won't get covid and whatever whatever and it's been planned for months and you know i think that now that the vaccine is out too a lot of people are slowly like laying back on it but Please know that I'm sure if you were given the opportunity, like Amira said, you would do it too. As long as you know yourself that you are safe, you're quarantining, whatever, whatever, then you'll be fine, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And no one else knows that. Like, I don't know, maybe Brooklyn quarantined when she was back or she got tested there and whatever happened or whoever traveled. As long as she took accountability, as long as Amira took accountability, that's the thing with Charlie, she never did. But as long as you take accountability for it, really no one else can take accountability for you. No one else can hold you for it because you already know and you already own up to it and that's it. I can 100% guarantee you once you take accountability, it blows over. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't even apply for only traveling. Like anything. Like if you hurt someone, you take accountability for it. I'm sure you guys will work it out. Own you up did something to your you, mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Please just do it. I think both of us have learned our hard lesson in that, but it's just so much better to say, hey, I did this and I'm really sorry and I hope you can forgive me. And yeah, I may take some time or like whatever, but I'm sure that your life will work out so much better and so much less drama, so much less like anything, less tears, less drama, less crying, less chaos if you just own up to what you did. It's so much easier. Just say it. That's it. I think that's just I think that's it. a just... perfect way to like end the episode. Yeah, Hold I really do too. with respect. Mm-hmm. and hold yourself accountable yeah hold yourself accountable make sure you own up to what you do have confidence and respect yourself and others when you are speaking it's not that hard it's really not that hard to be a good person guys and i think it could really really make someone's day if you think about it it does <laughs> so okay that was like a pretty good episode i'm not gonna lie i think we covered everything right it was kind of like we caught you guys up. up with me yeah yeah we caught you guys up we spilled a bunch of tea we talked mm-hmm. about some questions mm-hmm. i love doing that to see what they want to hear because then i'm just like oh okay but um next episode i think amira has some um fun stories to tell about some of her interesting hookups yes i, I do Yes, ma'am. So we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.